Good morning, Mary Bell. Listen, this is just a trial run for this upcoming Sunday. I am going to share some of my sermon from last Sunday, the 22nd of March, simply because Anchor requires me to have something recorded before I can do a new episode. So this is just a repeat from last Sunday. If you were there, we had an awesome Sunday opening with baptism and Sister Ruth. What a day to celebrate. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, we had 39. I may have miscounted. We had close to 40 in worship. And this is going to be something very different for the upcoming couple of weeks in the life of Maribel Baptist Church and in my life as your pastor. But I just wanted to share and reiterate uh, from last Sunday so that I would have something on file so that hopefully I can do something for this coming Sunday uh, and trying a new platform to share the Word of God. So last Sunday I shared from Philippians chapter 1 verses 27 through 30 and talked about no fear. I wrote, or excuse me, read uh, from four different translations, the New King James, the English Standard Version, the New Living Translation, and the Message. Uh, and if you were there, you can look those up. Uh, I'm just going to read one of those this morning. I'm going to read from the uh, New Living Translation, Philippians 1, 27 through 30. It says, Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. And that was my first point. And then whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. And that was Philippians 1, 27 through 30, reading from the New Living Translation. And so my first point was, uh, in the face of trials, be worthy. Uh, be worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, my second point, very quickly, found also in verse 27, was contend for the faith. Nowhere does the gospel teach a trial-free life. Paul suffered, Christ suffered, and we will suffer. Um, verse 29, I like how the New Living Translation says that. Uh, For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for Him. Uh, reading from the message, verse 29 says this, there's far more to this life than trusting in Christ, but there's also suffering for Him. And then listen to this from the message. And the suffering is as much as a gift as the trusting. So understand in these times that we have never faced as a country before, contend for the faith. Contend means to assert something as a position. Make the gospel the first position in your life. Stand for Christ. Honor Him, and I promise you, based on the authority of Scripture, He will honor you. does not say we will not have trials. Remember, we are to defend the gospel, and the gospel goes beyond the four walls of Mary Bell Baptist Church. 
Maryville Baptist Church is the people of Christ. We've been preaching that for years as pastors, that the church is not the building. The church is the people. And so some of you have seen my posts and have commented on my posts on Facebook. The church has left the building, and we truly have left the building. Uh, I shared from this, uh, a spirit of unity, one spirit. Mark Twain, uh, this is just kind of for humor, but just to get a point across, getting along, Mark Twain, getting along. Mark Twain used to say he put a dog and a cat in a cage together as an experiment to see if they could get along. They did. So he put a bird and a pig and a goat in the same cage. They too got along fine after a few adjustments were made. And then Paul, or excuse me, then, then Mark Twain says he put a Baptist, a Presbyterian, and a Catholic in the same cage. And soon there was not a living thing left in that cage. Folks, we've got to work together. We've got to be unified as brothers and sisters in Christ. So contend for the faith. And then the, my third point found in verses 28 through 30 was to have no fear. Understand that people will oppose us in these times. People will oppose our faith. People will make fun of us. Uh, you will stand in opposition during this time. Uh, your firmness in the face of, of, of adversity, according to verse 28, will serve as a sign. Um, do not be frightened. I'm reading from now from the English Standard Version, verse 28 of Philippians 1. Do not be frightened in anything by your opponents. This is a clear sign to them of their destruction, but of your salvation and that from God. Folks, I'm not saying that God brought about the COVID-19 virus. Please don't misunderstand me. Um, God in His sovereign will allows things to happen. And because we have the free will, we've made choices in our lives. And just as you try and teach your children, there's consequences to the choices they make. Uh, because we have free will, God allows us to make choices and there's consequences to the choices that we make. And just like in your own child's life, sometimes the choices they make impact those around them. Folks, that's exactly what we're living in today. People around us made choices, and we're all suffering from those choices. I'm not pointing the finger. I'm not putting blame on any one person or any one country. You know my heart. But folks, we need to be united together, contend for the faith, and have no fear. Uh, C.S. Lewis, I, I love this illustration. Think about what you're going through right now. Uh, C.S. Lewis likened God's use of adversity to walking a dog. If the dog gets his leash wrapped around a pole and tries to continue running forward, the dog will only tighten the leash more. Both the dog and the owner are after the same end, forward motion. But the owner must resist the dog by pulling him opposite of the direction he desires to go. The master, sharing the same intention but understanding better than the dog where he really wants him to go, takes an action precisely opposite of the dog's will. And folks, I'm not comparing us to dogs, but uh, God is the master. And sometimes he pulls us in a direction we don't understand. And uh, just trust God during this time. Church, maybe God's pulling us in a different direction because He knows where we should be headed. And sometimes that's in the opposition of where we think we should be headed because God says, I know the plans that I have for you. And we have to trust those plans. Uh, remember, 
Paul and Silas in Acts chapter 16 had been beaten and imprisoned for preaching the gospel. Uh, so don't let the trials affect your joy in Christ. Rejoice in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, and then I closed. Uh, I used an illustration of colors. Um, let me let me just repeat that. So I'm I'm at the 8:26 mark. Uh, this was one of my closing illustration from last Sunday, the 22nd of March. A young eight-year-old boy was sitting on a wooden pew during a Sunday morning service in a war-torn Germany sanctuary. The others in attendance were stern and rigid and downcast, and the sermon was quite dry. The young boy sought some object upon which he could focus his curious attention. His eyes focused on the stained glass behind the minister's pulpit. He noticed that the colors were bright and the faces etched in the glass were joyful, and the perfect morning sun illuminated the colors. After eyeing it for several minutes, he was very impressed and he whispered to his mother, Oh, mother, who are those people in the colorful stained glass? His mother replied in a correcting tone, Those are the saints. Shh, we are in worship. The next day, the young boy was off to school. At the outset of the history lesson, his teacher announced, Today, we're going to learn about the saints. Can anyone tell me what a saint is? While others in the class seemed puzzled, the young boy excitedly raised his hand. The teacher called out his name, Tobias, can you tell us what a saint is? He replied, oh yes, ma'am, I can. Saints have joyful faces. They are colorful and the sun shines through them. What a living picture that could be. Joyful, colorful, and transparent. Transparent, Despite our current circumstances, our lives reflect the radiant color and the joy of Christ and his light and the glory should illuminate through our lives. And folks, then I close by reading from Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And I'm sorry, I should have already had that turned to and open. I was reading from Ephesians earlier and I wanted to look at Ephesians. But from Philippians chapter 2, says therefore. And I've always told you every time you see that word therefore, read backwards and see what it's there for. But I've already read to you from Philippians chapter 1, 27 through 30. And then chapter 2 opens with the word therefore. But because of what I've read to you, therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, of any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord in one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each one esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. So folks, I just want to close and encourage you to call and check on your family and your friends and your neighbors. Uh, check on the elderly. Folks, we've got to pull through this together. But my last point, don't let this cripple your joy. Uh, continue to have joy in Christ. And don't let this affect us for a lifetime. So in the face of trials, be worthy. Be worthy of the good news. Be worthy of the life that you've been given by the grace of God through the sacrifice of the Son on the cross. Contend for the faith and have no fear. This too shall pass. 
Folks, we've been blessed. Uh, it's creeping closer and closer to Suwannee County. Columbia County now has confirmed cases that are positive. And uh, folks, let's just continue to pray. Know that I love you. Know that you can call me. Uh, my home number is listed. But if you don't have a phone book, it's 386-208-1046. My cell phone's 386-590-7170. Uh, again, this is a repeat from the 22nd of March. Something that Anchor requires us to do is have an episode recorded so that hopefully I can do this. It's a platform to be able to present the message to you this upcoming Sunday on the 29th. Know that Miss Donna and I love you. If there's anything we can do for you, call us. God bless you.